All right, here we go. My name's Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 272 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. back broadcasting once again from deep deep underneath a nondescript home in suburban pennsylvania thank you guys for joining me thanks for listening thanks for uh, downloading streaming ever how you go about it it makes no never mind to me i'm just happy you're listening that's the bottom line today is uh the first day back it's my first day back after a big honking five-day weekend Five days off in a row. Oh, it was glorious. The weather was perfect. Whew. It couldn't have been. Well, it was good. Let's put it that way. On Thursday, which was my first day off, I went uh, I went. I met my friend Steve down at uh, Pottsville, Pennsylvania, and we toured the Yingling Brewery again. I've been probably five, six times. Steve says he's been there like 20 or, or more times. He lives down near that, in that area. And um, he's been there many times. He, whenever somebody comes to visit, he takes them on that tour. That's one of his go-tos. So he's been to it many times. And, he, you know, he's lived here for 25 years or whatever. So um, I, I, at least five times I've been on it. And, um, it but it had been a long time. It's definitely pre-COVID, and it feels like it was it was pretty, pretty, pretty pre to that. It was pre-pre-COVID last time I went in there. In the uh, Patreon episode, I break down the whole day for you. And if you're you know, if you're a subscriber to the Patreon, you can listen to that episode, episode 271. But that was a good day. That was a good day. And then I came home, and the younger boy was mowing. I was like, hell yeah. Hell to the yes. And um, he uh, he said, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to mow it all. I said, all right. I'm going to give you a fist bump. He goes, I don't fist bump. But, you know, anyway, so I was excited about that. But the, th- the thing kept bogging down. I don't know. The grass wasn't high, but it, for some reason, I don't know if there's a bunch of there's a bunch of caked grass up underneath there. I need to investigate that. But um, anyway, the thing kept bogging down, stopping over and over again. Oh, my God, it's rage. It causes rage. Finally, he came in seething with anger, smoke coming out of his ears. I said, do you want me to finish it? And he goes, yes. So I ended up doing the backyard. But we got that knocked out. We got that shit knocked out on the first day of my five days off. You know? So I didn't have that hanging over my head, which is the way I usually do it. You know? And then I got that every day. I'm like, I should be out there mowing. I don't want to. Do it tomorrow. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty good idea today. Isn't that, isn't that a song from uh, Wall of Voodoo? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, so... But he, he he forced me into doing it on Thursday, which is great. Then I didn't have that hanging over my head. It's done. Looked pretty good. Then we have the whole weekend off. I had that whole five days off. Don't have to worry about the grass. Huh. Yeah, sucked while I was doing it. Thing kept cutting out on me. I was like, oh my god, about ready to freaking oh my god, throw some throw a, like a cinder block through the front window of a store or something. <laughs> I was like so so full of rage. Anyway, I got to go back today. On Sunday, I think, I think it was Sunday, Tony and I went, we were going to go to this uh, 
There's this famous uh, seafood restaurant here called Cooper's, right? Cooper's Seafood House or some shit like that. They they started, like, members of the family started a microbrewery. Like, they started making their own beer in the basement. They set up this whole out, you know, thing. So that's right up our alley. We want to go check that out. I thought it was a separate... I had it in my head that the they had a they had a bar set up in the basement, and you could go in there and um, you know drink their uh, you know partake of their uh, their craft beers, right? That's not true. I mean, I guess they make it in the in the in the basement, but then you can just order it at their regular bar, which I don't know. I was kind of mildly disappointed by that, but anyway, uh, we went in there. We sat out on the out on their uh, patio. And it didn't go all that great. For one thing, the 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 hostess was like, "Just go in there and sit wherever you want," you know. And then the waitress was like, "Why don't you have? What did you just come in here and just seat yourself?" Like insinuate. I said, "That's what she told us to do," <laughs> you know. Well, who's that? Anyway, so so the the hostess was. I mean, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't even say half-assed. She was quarter-assed at best. She was like, "Yeah, just go in there and sit wherever." You know, it doesn't. So, and then, and then the waitress is giving a shit because we didn't, you know, because we sat wherever anyway. And then I ordered a pale ale. I said, "So they they didn't give us any kind of menus or anything." She comes over after a long wait. This woman, this surly. Well, I wouldn't say surly. Well, borderline surly. And she says, uh, "What can I get you?" I said, "I don't. We don't even have a menu." I said, "I don't even know what what options there are." And she goes, "Why?" So she brings us a menu. She doesn't bring us the menu for the uh, the Cooper's Family Brewing, which is what we're there for. And um, I, so I had to wait for you know. So so then we finally get it all together. We order something off their uh, the the micro brew list, right? And we ordered a pale ale, you know, and they bring us two gla- two cups of something that's dark, like a dark lager, like almost like a yingling lager, you know. I'm like, this is not a pale ale, you know. She was like, do you want me to get you another one, you know. I said, no, we'll drink it, but it's not a pale ale. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I I'm not an expert, but this is the opposite of pale. So then we, I don't know, the thing sucked. I mean, it didn't suck, but it was a little disappointing. If we'd had a better hostess, if we'd had a somewhat better waitress, it might have been better. But anyway, so we, we only had one there. Tony said, there's this other one down the street. It's not far from here. She was looking at her phone. It's another little, uh, small little, like, brew pub called Groove Brewing. I'm like, I never heard of this. She goes, yeah, me either. Somebody at work told me about it. So I said, well, she goes, why don't we go t- try that out? So we drove down there. It was like right down the street, and it was literally in in a house in a neighborhood. It was just a house. And we and there's a parking lot in behind it. We parked, and we went. I was like, what are we supposed to do? They had all this stuff set up, like all this patio stuff set up in the backyard. And there were people sitting out there drinking out in the yard. And I, I mean, I don't. I mean, it's just a house, somebody's house. It looks like. I'm like, how does this work? So we went in the back door, and uh, you know, they had four beers on tap, all made in the house. 
You know, I think they made, they were making it in the dining room. I think they had the IPA in the dining room. <laughs> they had the stout, you know, over in, in, in the living room. You know, anyway. So we ordered uh, IPA, of course. Got to have the hops. And and she's and the guy said, "Well, sit wherever you want. You know, you can sit in here. You can sit out in out in the yard. You can sit on the porch." I'm like, "What is this? <laughs> this is a little this is odd." So we sat down inside there, but um, we we're like, "I don't know." The guy could hear. It felt like the guy could listen to everything we were saying. I said, "Why don't we move out on the porch?" So we went out on the porch, and it was good. The beer was really good, and. Um, I had no issue with that. We had a second one, and it was um, it ended up costing like thirty two dollars. Like that's a little pricey, but whatever. It was it was an unusual place. The beer was good. There was another group who who was eyeing our table. I guess I think they, I was getting a little we were getting a little attitude from them because there was a group of like four people, and we were taking up a table on the on the on the porch. But there you know there's nobody there when we got there anyway. As soon as we got up to leave, they, they switched over and took our table. <laughs> we saw them sitting there when we were driving out. Anyway, so that, that's what we did on Sunday. Very strange place. But anyway, today I wanted to talk about Paul McCartney. The Paul McCartney show comes up coming up on Saturday. And there was an issue in the Winston-Salem. I saw it. On, it kept popping up on my phone. The Winston-Salem show, which was back on May 21st, I learned. There were some issues about people couldn't get into the menu. There was gridlock. It was mismanaged, supposedly. People were saying it was mismanaged by the uh, Winston-Salem Police Department. And um, so I know a guy. I know a guy who knows a guy. No, one of my um, my old Dunbar friends from way back um, went to the Winston-Salem show. And he's he's a podcast listener. Good guy, all around good guy. Um, he went to the Winston-Salem show, so I thought I would uh, ask him to call in and we could discuss it and see what his thoughts were on it. And we did that this morning, and um, I'll turn that over now. His name's Jim, and here's that conversation. All right, Jim, uh, thank you for calling in. I, I do appreciate it. Thanks for calling me up. Okay, man. Love the show. <laughs> appreciate that. So I want to talk to you about Paul McCartney specifically, a couple things. Um, I know you went to see Sir Paul in Winston-Salem. Was it two weeks ago, or was it last week? It was uh, May 21. Okay. And and I know there was a whole bunch of controversy. I saw a bunch of stuff online about people couldn't. They were stuck in gridlock out there, and the traffic was a mess. They were blaming the Winston-Salem Police Department and all this stuff. And people were, like, saying... We were going on our 40th wedding anniversary, and this ruined, you know, you ruined our, not only our anniversary, but our entire marriage is now ruined because of this, (laughs) right? So did, what, what, did you have any trouble getting in there? Did did you have any trouble at all? You know, I read some of that stuff a couple of days after, and I was completely surprised by it. That was not my experience at all. I had no problems. Yeah. Uh, And, um. yeah, I mean, we uh, received emails prior to the event, uh, very detailed. They asked everybody to be there, uh, which was a little surprising to me, two hours before the show. But I thought, you know what, uh, and I went ahead and bought the VIP parking as well because no, I thought, I don't want to mess with it, you know. Nice. So uh, I'm, I'm within 100 yards of the gate, 
So uh, as soon as I pull in the lot, uh, it started raining, and it rained for about an hour and a half. So uh, I just sat in the car and listened to the Beatles channel and the Sirius XM. <laughs> and and uh, because going in, I thought, I'll take my cooler, I'll take my chair, I'll go out and kind of tailgate, you know? Yeah. But uh, since, it, since it started raining, that happened. And then about um, 7.30, everything cleared up. The show was supposed to start at 8.00. Uh, I think they were about 45 minutes late starting. So that that in itself helped people kind of be on time if they wanted to because they had a 45-minute grace period. So, you know, I, I really didn't uh, understand uh, how people had such a problem getting in there because I really had no problem. So the, the show was supposed to start at 8 o'clock, and you, what time did you get there? I got there about 6. It okay. started raining. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it rained for about an hour and a half. Okay. Because we're going to uh, Syracuse on Saturday to see him. Never seen him before. I'm super excited, you know? Yeah. Did that you was ever, my first time as well. Did you ever see Ringo? No, I want to do that. And I see that he's in Pittsburgh next month. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I haven't seen him either, but I hear anybody I've talked to that's seen him says it's, it's a great show. Although I think yeah. he, although I think he's touring with that Mister Mister guy, I, that, that bothers me. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Oh. About, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. that might, they might cancel. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> so how did you like the show? What was the? Sh- how, were you were you uh, happy with it, or were you disappointed at all, or what was your? You know, it's one of those. It was one of those things like, man, I'm just like pinch myself. I'm seeing a Beatle, and I'm hearing those songs. And when he first came out with the classic, you know, the bass guitar that you recognize, I mean, it's just like, wow. You know, but uh, honestly, for the it was like a two and a half, maybe three hour show. And for the first 90 minutes of it, there were several songs that I didn't recognize. And that's pretty amazing to me because... You know, you and I are about the same age. We grew up with the Beatles and Paul McCartney and Wings. And I thought, what in the world is this song? And I was trying to write them down. And uh, I had to, you know, go back afterwards and look them up. There yeah. was at least five songs I wasn't very aware of. Yeah. Uh, I've been I've been watching those set lists. And um, there's songs on there I don't recognize at all. Yeah. Uh, are they so off that the, that was a little puzzling. Are they off the new album or the newest albums, I guess? You know, um, I don't think so. Maybe one, huh. maybe two, but uh, he played a Quarryman song. And, he, you know, it was a neat story because he talked about making that demo and each one of them uh, contributed a pound. It, was, it cost five pounds to make a demo. <laughs> and uh, there were five members at the time. And uh, it was a neat little story. But, uh, you know, obviously I don't think anybody is familiar with that. So, uh, Huh. You know, I, the first ninety minutes—if you can get through that—it's it's glorious. After that, and it's just hit after hit after hit. Oh yeah, yeah. And another thing too, you know, I mentioned you and I are about the same age. I felt very, very young. <laughs> the crowd was really old. I'm don't telling you, you. Don't you love that? That doesn't happen very I, often. I kind of do. <laughs> that doesn't I happen do. very often. <laughs> <laughs> but but the flip side of that was most everybody kind of sat on their hands and politely clapped like it was a golf tournament the whole time. Oh, really? You know, it was a really, really strange 
dynamic for, you know, it was a stadium show. You know, it was played at the Wake Forest football stadium. And, uh, you know, everybody was really polite and uh, nobody got real crazy or anything. But, you know, I guess you'll have that with that uh, older generation. That's true. Although I did see the Stones in Pittsburgh and there were there was some wildness going on in there. But Yeah, I would have loved to see the Stones. I had tickets last year and uh, at the last minute I gave them up and I wish I wouldn't. Really? Why'd you do that? Yeah. Well, I had about three different people that were supposed to go with me and they all backed out and you know it was in charlotte and i'm you know i'm driving from charleston west virginia and i'm thinking i really want to see them but uh at the last minute i just put them all back on sale and gave them up so gotcha maybe next time if there is a next time (laughs) i don't think they'll ever stop um Uh, i hope not at least one more tour Yep. So, so you enjoyed the show overall. Um, did, was there a bunch of songs that he didn't play that you were disappointed with, or or disappointed that he didn't play? Well, you know, I didn't really. There were so many hits, of course. You know, it's Paul McCartney, and I it didn't. It wasn't until later that I thought, you know what, he didn't play yesterday. And then I went back uh, over the set list, and I went back, and I made a little list my of my own of things that he did not play. And I was really surprised. Yeah. And, you know, there was yesterday, uh, Long and Winding Road, I thought would be a wow. Paul McCartney song that he would do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, uh, and a couple others. I think, um, you know, a couple of wing songs that he didn't do, but, you know, he could have played five hours and somebody would have complained. That's you true. know, that uh, <laughs> he, he didn't play such and such a song, you know. That's true. When, we, when, my, um, when I went to see Tom Petty with my uh, older boy, he played for two and a half hours or so, and it was just one hit after another. Then we're, when we were driving home, we're like, oh, wait a minute, he didn't do this. It's like the guy has so many hits, <laughs> so many well-known songs. that you know, He played, right. played them straight out for two and a half hours, and there's still stuff he missed. I guess that's just the yeah. name of the game. Yep. Well, that's why we were there, man. I mean, they're classics, man. So I can't, I can't I wait. I would have loved to see Tom Petty. Yeah, my son was like... Uh, he goes, let's go. And I said, how much? And he told me the price. I can't remember. It was like 250 bucks or something. I said, oh, you must be kidding. You know, then we ended up going, of course, he, he wore me down and then he was, he died, you know, four months later or something. Crazy. Yeah. So if yeah. I, if I'd like about 250, doesn't sound so bad now. No. <laughs> um, all right. So Saturday, I'm even getting Tony to go. He, she doesn't go to shows. So Tony's even going to go with us. Yeah. Going with uh, Steve. Cool. Do, you, do you remember Steve Wilkerson? Do you remember him? No, I don't. Yeah, he, I'm, he, we've been friends since I don't know, grade school, fourth grade, or something like that. He lives up here. Yeah, yeah. Lives up here near me, and um, somehow I don't yeah. know. How, I don't know how that happened. But anyway, he's going, and yeah. um, all you know. So the five of us are going. It'll be fun. Can't wait. That sounds great. I think you and I <laughs> mostly. Our interactions were very young because our I think our mothers worked together. Yep. And then uh, we and there's plenty of birthday party photos that I've sent you a couple <laughs> of. And, That's right. And then I think I, th- I think right after uh, Little League when we were on the same team, I think uh, and I, I actually uh, we moved to Winfield when I was 12. So that's why you know we uh, kind of lost touch you so, know in our junior high and high school days so you never went to dunbar junior high 
that pit of vipers. No, 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 no but I love the story. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well, that's I good. I love all the stories. It's the Toll Bridge, Jack, <laughs> Murphy, 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 Murphy. I love them all, man. I, yeah. I, it puts me right back there like when I was a kid. Yep. So you went to Pierpont Elementary through sixth grade and then moved to Winfield? Actually, uh, through fifth grade. Through fifth grade. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, my parents sent me to a private school for one year, and then we moved to Winfield when I, midway through my seventh grade year. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. What do you, do you have any memories, any distinct memories of the uh, dentist baseball team? Oh, the, my gosh. The At powerhouse. The time I was, I was, I was really embarrassed at the time of, of our team name. I thought, you know, that's the <laughs> lamest name of all baseball. But as I look back, I mean, what's more feared by kids strike, other than the dentist? Strike fear in the heart of anyone. You know, yeah. We did. But you know what? We had the year that you were 12 and I was 11, we had a great, great team. I mean, I think uh, we went like 17-3 and three and – we had two of the best pitchers in in the league, and yep. we had that was a lot of fun. And, and the coaches were a lot of fun, uh, Dean Thomas and Terry Turner, and uh, that, that was just a really fun time. It was fun. We had a great team. It was a it was a good yeah. time. All yep. right, um, and a couple before we before we wrap up here, I, I have another thing. It's kind of a, a personal question, if you if you're okay, okay with that. I do you remember? Do you recall? me knocking on your mother's door trying to sell her meat from a rolling meat wagon <laughs> and uh, do you do, and you were there do you have any recollection of this at all where i knocked Man, on you i wish i did you don't remember that thank I, god thank I god i don't <laughs> it's one of these things that i think back it's one of those i have many of them where i think back i'm like oh god i'm so humiliated and embarrassed no, no, but uh, I can picture the the front uh, door and the porch, and uh, I can I can play it right now in my mind as if I were there. So I was in one of my many valleys. I have peaks and valleys in my life. I was definitely one of the valleys, and I was selling <laughs> I was selling meat and seafood door to door out of the back of a white pickup truck, and um, oh wow. And I was just going to random houses. I didn't know you guys lived there. And then your mom comes to the door, and then you come out. And I'm like, oh, my God, now people see me doing it, you know? And and also, they probably think I'm just, like, you know, using our previous relationship to to offload some meat, you know? So the whole thing was wow. the thing was terrible. So you don't you have no so memory this, of it. So was this, was this in Winfield? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> no, man. I wish I did remember that. Man. I'm glad you don't remember it. Did, uh, did she buy any? No. I, th- I said, I don't want to sell you anything. I, I, I put the kibosh on that thing because I felt, I felt so bad about it. I felt like I was being viewed as, you know, taking advantage of the situation. So, man, I, I didn't consume any of the meat or seafood, man. <laughs> it was pretty, it was pretty man. good quality, but uh, that was a bad two weeks. I only lasted two weeks. Man, I think she would have bought some. You should have stuck in there, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, how are how's she doing? 
she's doing well. She uh, she had a little health issue back in December, but she's up and going. And I mean, she's like she just turned eighty four, and she is like doing everything that she wants to do. She's out and about. I mean, she's no stopping her. Awesome. That's great to hear. My parents yep. s- tell me they run in, run on tour every once in a while, usually at Walmart. I think that's where my parents that's where my parents see everybody. So, and I think they're they're living in Putnam County now, right? Yeah, in Hurricane. Yeah, they're. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think I live close to them. Okay. Yeah, they're yeah. Doing, they're they're eighty. They're both of them are eighty as well. They're doing well. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, unfortunately, I don't run into them. Maybe I need to frequent some of the places they frequent. Got to go to Walmart. Need to need to wander the aisles of Walmart more. <laughs> well, I appreciate you calling in. Um, tell us a little before we go. Tell us a little bit about Wallies and Wimpies. Man, uh, I I got to give you a little bit of credit for that too. I started um, um, actually Wallies and Wimpies Sports Digest has been published in West Virginia for this will be the thirty fourth year. Wow! It's been a print publication. Uh, it's it's done very well. It's very popular, and I took it over. This will be my fifth year, and uh, as publisher, and we've got it um, built up from ten thousand to this year's going to be fifty thousand circulation, wow. which is amazing. That is crazy in, in the print world, if, if you can believe that. So, but uh, anyway, um, the, the credit I give to you is when I started five years ago, I thought, you know, how can I do this digitally and grow an audience. And I and I took your uh, uh, Patreon idea, and uh, I've got Wallies and Wimpies on Patreon now. So for four dollars a month, there you go. You can get the uh, <laughs> digital edition of Wallies and Wimpies delivered to your inbox. Awesome. So uh, that's that's because of you. It's brought me tens of dollars over the past five years. <laughs> I'm glad I could help. All yeah, right. Yeah. So it's going well. Going it's, real, it's doing going really, really well. That's awesome. That's yeah, that's great to hear. It's, it's good. Yeah, and, you know, uh, that takes us back to our childhood. It was all about sports, wasn't it? I mean, Cincinnati Reds. Uh, yeah. You know, all all the stuff that we, uh, you know, the baseball cards, all that stuff. That's still what I'm doing today. You know, kind of uh, you know dealing with sports. So yeah, you know, it's it's been it's been a blessing. That's awesome. That's good to hear. Yep. Speaking of the Reds, I got out of it for a while when I was raising my kids and stuff, and we were living in California and all that. But then I'm I'm back in it. Even I think I'm even more obsessed with it now than I was when I was fourteen, fifteen. Man, that's cool, man. You know, uh, J.R. House is from our area, and he's the third base coach now for the yeah. Reds. Yeah, Nitro, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, and I know him, so I'm gonna. I'm going to go out to a game, um, let's see, I think it's the 23rd of June, which is a Thursday. They play a noon game. I'm going to see them play the Dodgers. Oh, cool. So that's that's the next time I'm going to be out there. Good deal. All right, man, well, I appreciate you calling in. Um, maybe we'll do this again sometime. Sounds good, man. Maybe, maybe we love, can do something. When I, maybe I can do something. When, maybe we can do something when I'm in town or something. Maybe we can do something. Person to person. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd, I'd look forward to doing that. Maybe we can, uh, you know, uh, haunt Murphy Mart again. <laughs> uh, right now, it's a, uh, it's they turned it into Ollie's. Yeah. So now it's now an Ollie's. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think I'm, I, I'm stocking up on tennis balls. <laughs> you think we can get away with that anymore? I don't know. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you know, one time. Come we, on. can, we can try it out. All right. Yeah. Thank, thank you yeah. for calling. I appreciate it. And um, All right, good man. luck with everything. And, and keep up the good work. All right. Will do. Thanks. See All right. We'll see you. See you later. Bye. All right, that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. Um, I wish I, I need to. You know what I need to do is I need to do more of those kind of more of those kind of segments and get better at it. I feel like I could get better at it. You know, I don't know. I think it went pretty well, but um, I feel like I could up my game. But I always I'm always beating myself up. But anyway, um, I'm glad. I'm super glad that he did not remember the whole rolling meat wagon thing. You know, because that was one of those deals. Uh, that was one of those deals where whenever I think about it, I just like cringe. There's thousands of them. I'm like, oh, God. I was thinking, you know, both of them. It was his mom. It was him and his mom. That came out. And it feels, in my memory, I feel like Jim, who was known as Jimmy back then, I feel like Jimmy had sort of a smirk on his face. Of course, that might be paranoia. That could be just uh, concocted inside my brain because I'm very good at that kind of thing. I feel like, I felt like he was like, look at this guy selling meat from a rolling meat wagon. <laughs> and look at the, I mean, what is, what has happened? This is back when I was at Marshall University and I was dating a girl named Kelly. Kelly and I were together for many years and it felt like we were almost married. You know, it was one of those things where we spent every waking moment together. And she broke up with me. We broke up uh, three times. Third time it took. But this was the first time. I was plunged into a depression. <laughs> I quit my job. I dropped out of school. I was working at Fast Check grocery store. You know, and I gave up that lucrative thing. I was making three fifty an hour, I'm here to tell you. And I dropped out of Marshall. I mean, what kind of dumbass? When I look back on this, I'm like, what What a stupid asshole, you know? And I started selling meat door to door. You know, this is the route that I took. This is what I, uh, this is, this is what I thought were good decisions, right? And then I, I, I knock, I'm out there just driving around random cities, you know, knocking on doors. I didn't know they lived there. I knock on the door. I guess it was in Winfield, you know? And, you know, Jim's mother, Jimmy's mother comes to the door. I'm like, oh, God. Like, my heart sank. I'm like, oh, my God, people are now seeing me do this. <laughs> people I know are now seeing me do this. And then Jimmy came out. I'm like, oh, well, is there, is there any depths to my humiliation, you know? And it felt like he had a smirk on his face. I mean, that's probably not true. He's a good guy. But I, I don't know. That, that's the way I remember it. He doesn't even recall it. Isn't that crazy? It's one of those things you carry around with you your whole life. The other guy doesn't even remember it happening. <sighs> That's classic. But anyway, that ha- you know how that ended? You know how that deal ended? The, the, the selling meat door to door? That's right. I crashed my rolling meat wagon straight into the side of a Trans Am <laughs> in Parkersburg. You know? And then... Um, you know, I was like, I'm done with this. This sucks, you know. The guy's like, you owe me a bunch of money, the guy that ran the thing. I said, I'm not paying you anything. <laughs> I was, like, so down. I was like, take me to court, whatever, you know. So anyway, that that sucked. It was two weeks. And then I went to work at uh, the Dunbar Exxon. 
and I lasted there for six months, and I moved to North Carolina. This was this was when things were getting you know things were getting bleak. As as I said, a, a valley, you know. Anyway, thanks for uh, thanks Jim for calling in. I appreciate you doing that. I, I talked to you yesterday. I, t- I was texting with you yesterday, see if you wanted to do it, and you were a good sport. I appreciate that. I um, I really do. Uh, thanks. I'm glad. I'm looking forward to the Paul McCartney show. I'm glad. I appreciate your insight into uh, the gridlock and all that stuff. I agree with you, by the way. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think people. Uh, People need to pre- prepare. I mean, I went to see the Rolling Stones in Pittsburgh. That thing had 50,000 people in it. I don't remember. I, there wasn't any problems. I mean, the only problem was there was a crush of people getting into the stadium, and they were wanding everybody down, you know, all that stuff. So um, that was the only slow part. There's no problem parking or getting there or any of that stuff. Anyway, anyway, looking forward to it. It'll be fun. Saturday night, Paul McCartney, never seen a Beatle. Um, probably never going to see John or George. I don't know. Maybe I'll go see Ringo, Mr. Mr. and Toto. And he always tours with these people. I don't know. Mr. Miss. Uh. Anyway, we're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for tuning in and all that jazz. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you want two of these episodes a week, you can, uh, it's easy to do. You can head on over to Patreon dot com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a four dollar or more monthly donation, and you'll get an extra bonus episode every week. Not every once in a while, not every month. That's for suckers. Every week, <laughs> you can um you can you can do it today, and it helps me a great deal. It's four dollars. You won't even notice it. Put it on a credit card. It will come out, and you won't even notice it. So if you're if you're down with that, head on over today. Patreon dot com slash Jeff K. You can also check out the surfreportpod.com website where I have expanded show notes, pictures, links, etc., etc. In fact, that, that Yingling tour that we went on, check out that website, surfreportpod.com, and episode 271. I posted some pictures there. Pretty cool. I mean, we got to go down in the caves, the, the Yingling Caves. You can check it out. So that's a pretty good website, I think. It's a value-added service for listeners of the podcast. And I won 30 bucks on the $5 scratch-off project. You know, I know this is, this is foolish, and I, I realize this before I even say it, but I was buying all my $5 scratch-offs, and I bought all my $10 scratch-offs from the same convenience store, from that same guy. Good luck, my friend! Him. Like and I would I would lose over and over and over and I started buying the five dollar ones off of him. It wasn't doing very well. I switched to sheets. What I do is I go in there. They have a machine though. You can't. You're not interacting with a human. And I, I get a ten dollar bill out of the ATM. I shuffle a few feet to the right, put it in that uh, vending machine. I I choose two different five dollar scratch offs, two random ones, and I win almost every week. I don't win much. The most I won is fifty. This weekend I won thirty. I'm only down twenty eight dollars, and at this point on the on the ten dollar scratch off, I was way under, way underwater, and I never got. So anyway, it's. I mean, I'm still losing. Don't get me wrong, but ever since I switched off to, uh, ever since I abandoned, I didn't abandon them. I don't want to. I don't want to cast a gloom over this thing. That convenience store and and switch to that machine and the sheets, things are like 
taken off for me. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I know it has nothing to do with anything. It's just luck. But um, anyway, thought I'd mention that. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I don't know. I got a no new Jeffs. I got a post tomorrow. I'm 90% done with it. Eh, still got a little bit of it hanging over my head, you know. So I gotta I gotta polish that off. Post that tomorrow on June 1st. It's uh, May 31st as I record this. Obviously. All right, we're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for listening. I will be back soon over on the Patreon side. And until then, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. just happy you're listening. That's the bottom line.